Welcome to the Mira Wine Podcast, Vin Competon, with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. What? The podcast where we drink, talk, and discuss natural wine. And a little bit of pee. And whatever else comes to mind. And I was getting good. Hope you're ready for this, because I know we weren't. Who are these jokers? And in three, two, one... We're, We're here. Here. We're here. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, are you doing all of Josh's sound bites because he's not here? And then you actually finished with I one finished of mine. I finished with one of yours. Yeah. But I was like, Just well, to maybe, make it funny. maybe you're missing Josh. We Josh didn't... isn't here. <laughs> he's not. He's not here. So this is going to be a really short podcast. Maybe? Efficient. Efficient. Efficient and entertaining podcast. Or. I think. We could just be like, I'm like not knowledgeable, but really loud. We agree, Josh. <laughs> we agree. We're going to make Josh talk throughout the podcast and <laughs> and mostly make fun of him. We we didn't fire him. We didn't. Yet. Not yet. Soon. <laughs> if we'll he, see, when we'll he, see how today goes. We'll see if he listens to this podcast. He doesn't listen to any of them. <laughs> I know. That's the point. <laughs> Welcome to Miro Wine Presents Van Capetan with Josh. Not He's Josh. not even here. Bryce and Leah. <laughs> Hello. The dream team. Um, sponsored by sponsored by Warner Construction, our platinum sponsor, the only platinum sponsor. sponsorship <laughs> until Jameson jumps on. Um, they'll we're build, not trying to kick you off. We're not trying to kick Warner you off, Warner. Don't worry. We love you. Yeah, you'll always be platinum number sponsors. Number one in our hearts. Um, what did they do now, Leah? You got. You they know, are a construction company. I'm sorry. I need. I need the back and forth. <laughs> this I don't is have not anybody my thing to, talk to make to. up all of these stories. I, I can tell you actually what they do. What do they do? Maybe they, this is the they, first. <laughs> we made it. They Warner Construction is a Saskatchewan-based construction company that deals in a lot of high-quality residential construction. Their work is impeccable. Impeccable. I would say. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Alex is a pretty, uh, oh, you know how we were talking about, you know how I feel? I don't know if this is actually true. Okay. You know how we were talking about um, German wine and how it's like even German wine making um, uh, classification, how yeah. it's very black or white. It's very right. linear, Quality logical. Exactly. Yeah. Qualitats wine. Qualitats wine. Um, I feel like that's how Alex operates his business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's all, like it's quality work. It's always, it's always quality. Clean. Clean. Clean lines. Yeah. Anyways, that's just my, my opinion. But let's into get our first segment. Let's get to our actual first segment. Oh, I was gonna have like a little intro song for all these now. Really? Yeah, it works way better. I did it on something. Do you, else. Do you have one? Should we test it out? No, I don't have one. Oh, all uh, right. sorry. <laughs> well, don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, don't get me excited for no reason. Welcome to the biodynamic Jameson challenge. Biodynamic calendar Jameson shot Chant, guessing Jam- challenge. Sponsored by Water Construction. I'm going to sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. That's Woo! right. It's just Leah and I, so uh, Josh automatically loses. Yes, he does lose a point. Anytime you're not here, you do lose a point. Um, okay, so cheers to... Oh, do you Did have I miss the something? app? Yeah, I have the app. Okay, sweet. I was like, how I are we going to know? I downloaded it for this today. Because I took it off my phone because Josh was all... Oh, you're so Saying smart. Saying I was cheating. You're so smart, Bryce. But I'm not. Okay, well, here we're going to try and guess the uh, day of the biodynamic calendar. Good luck to us. Did you just smell it? Yeah, of course. Do you always smell it? I always give it a little whiff first. No, I mean, that's don't. how you drink wine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there is a different technique for tasting spirits. Yeah, you Ooh. smell it. This is this is a tough one. I think I have, I think I have a guess. 
What do you think it is? I think it's a nothing day. Mm. Is it just because it's raining? Maybe. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go fruit day. What? Full fruit. Full fruit? Yeah, it tastes pretty good. I think you're wrong. <laughs> you cheated. No, For see? sure you cheated. You can't say that I cheated. <laughs> you downloaded the app, checked it checked before you it. got here. Oh, and was it a nothing day ever? No. Uh, it was a leaf day yesterday at oh, okay. 10. You know, I'm, leaf was my backup choice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Congratulations, Bryce. Thank you. Because I'm the master. I don't even know what scores are anymore. I stopped counting. Why? We, we need to keep track. Do like, we? I'm competitive enough that I need to know. Well, you should probably know you're probably losing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I need the stats. Oh, to, you need the stats. Yeah. Because okay. I, I know I'm losing, but by how much? Because if I'm only losing by two points, it's I like, can catch up. It's like five. Like, am I losing to both you and Josh? Uh, no, you're, you're beating Josh. <laughs> Thank Josh you. Josh didn't do very well this year. Oh, and we're doing it for the year. That's right. Yeah, we're only going to do it for the year. You're right. So... We're going to drink some wine. We're going to get right to it. This is an efficient podcast. You're only roughly four minutes in, and you're like, what the heck? They're already drinking wine. Right. Because Josh isn't here to derail this thing. This could be a, this could be a good test, um, just in terms of if we end up having a really short podcast. Guess what? Do we get Josh is fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did think it was um, interesting. So was it last week? Um, we got to visit with the lovely Sarah Colonna. The first real celebrity we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Not last, though. Not last. Not last. No, we're going to have so many more celebrities. So many more. <laughs> Actual people. Stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, I, we, yes, like celebrities, but we've had some pretty um, high profile winemakers on. Yeah. I mean, for people that listen to this podcast, I don't but see they're not really celebrities. No, you're right. They're, they're not just high profile. Like, high profile wine people. I mean, like who makes, oh, I was going to be like, who makes this wine? But his name's all over the bottle. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, but like any other wine, you'd be like, I, you don't even know what that person looks like. Yeah, that's true. Like, do you know what Robert Mondavi looks like? Yes, I actually yeah, do. Of course. Yeah, I do. I, You're I, a nerd though. I, I got to meet him at a wine dinner. How's um, that? Many, many moons ago back in Vancouver. It was incredible. He's actually a, a, like an absolute gentleman. Mm, yeah. That's how he got to where he is. It was really lovely. Um, but no, but going back to Sarah Colonna, Sorry. it was fun to have her on, on the podcast and she does her own podcast and she was talking about like yep. the perfect length of time for a podcast and how you can have one too short. So I don't want us like, I don't know, that kind of influence. Why did that influence my opinion on me thinking it should be 25 minutes? I don't know. Cause I've been <laughs> saying for a long time that it should be longer than 25 right? minutes. Right. <laughs> And then we get someone famous oh, on the they're show. right. Leah's oh, just this Kelowna. big follower. Of, I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, It's man. okay. I understand. Well, we'll see where we I get I don't have today. enough clout yet. Although her podcast is younger than ours. Is it? It's only been... How many followers, though? Oh, way more. Yeah. She's famous. I mean, maybe... Have we gained any followers since we had Sarah on? We just released it. Oh, so. Okay. It's shout climbing. out to shout out to um, Mr. Kenny Limer from Funtime Heat Sauce. Yeah, who was just listening to our podcast with Sarah yesterday. The Brock Sellers. 
Yeah. That's what we drank. Yeah. That wine was incredible. That wine was incredible. Yeah. I hope it changed our approach and perspective on new world wines because we lean so much to old world wines. And I think it's because like the, if we think of the price point of new world wines compared to what you can get for value from old world. Um, But I was excited by that wine. It was a great wine. I do think the price point, I wouldn't buy it as much as I'd like to drink it. Yep. I agree. Right. But that's what, it's the price point that's. That's deterring us, not yes. necessarily the quality right. of wine. That I've always off. thought that is hoity-toity Josh over there that can't get past French wine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right when we did our March Madness, he was all, "What was that wine that we drank?" Uh, <laughs> wasn't a Puy Fumé. Um, no, it was a Puy Fumé. It was a Puy Fumé. It was a Puy Fumé. And he drinks yeah. it. And yeah. he was like, oh, this isn't that good. And yeah. then we showed him the bottle. He's like, this is pretty good. This is really good. It's like, no, it's <laughs> not. It's not. Um, I don't know if this is going to be, I, I'm going to um, put this out there to like see if it can come to fruition. Josh was shopping at the SAQ today. Josh is away in Montreal visiting his family. And he was sending Bryce and I some pictures <laughs> of the the wine on the shelves. And it was like, it was insane. Not only the variety and quality, but the fucking price point. It was insane. Like, we bring in the Foissier Sancerre. Yes. 30 bucks at the SAQ. 30 bucks. It's 42 here. Here. I was going to say 45. Yeah, I think it's outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. And the, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get into it. <laughs> you know, I'm not a political person. That's a different podcast. Yeah, that's Sorry. right. We need someone else there for that. Yeah. We should just. Just say that and then walk off. Let Josh handle it for an We're hour done. and a half. Yeah, exactly. Um, so but yeah. speaking of good bang for your buck... Yeah, we're picking a, 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 so... You want to tell people why we're drinking it? Yeah, I think I do. Okay, okay. so so we picked um, a wine that's a little bit nostalgic to me, and it's nostalgic for a couple of reasons, mainly because it's raining here in Saskatchewan today. Mm-hmm. It's my first day back to work after vacation. Mm-hmm. Had a bit of a rough vacation. It's not really a vacation. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> uh, and so I'm feeling really depressed today, and I'm like, oh, I just want a comfort wine. Right. Like, I just want to go and drink something that makes my heart happy, and uh, that a lot of times tends to be a, a wine that's a little bit more conventional and less thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this wine is is great. So do you want me to tell you about it? Are we drinking a Jano? No. Oh. <laughs> that was the choice we needed to make today. Where were you 10 minutes well, I ago? I just thought about it. You were like explaining it to me. I was like, oh, the oh. only wine that fits that bill is yeah. a Jano for me. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> See, and a Jano is like, is a thoughtful wine for me. Oh, it's so thoughtful. But it's also like, it is like a warm blanket. Oh, yeah. It's like everything about it. everything you want it to be. Yeah. No matter what. You don't even hate it. You can't yeah. even hate it. Yeah. I mean, some people can hate it. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think anybody can hate it. We actually, we poured um, the 16, as you know. Oh, how was it? For uh, some cause It was better than, was it the 15 we had last? We had the 17. 17 last. So, it's so weird. We had the 17. Better than the 17. Oh, nice. It's so much nice. better. Well, nice. Let's just open a bottle. Josh isn't here. He Josh can't stop isn't us. Here. That's right. He can't stop us. <laughs> we got lots of it right now. So, I mean, we could. Let's do it. Okay, go for it. No, well, let's talk about this wine. Okay. Let's just, gonna, we'll let, we're going to meet after this, right? We'll drink. Yes. Well, that's what we'll do. For supper. For no reason. <laughs> that's when you should drink a Jano. Um, okay. But yeah, so going back to the wine that I chose for today, um, this is uh, from a winery called Battenhorst, AA Battenhorst um, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's their secateurs line. So secateurs are actually pruning shears right. that they use. And so they've named uh, this wine after that because all of their wines, whether they use it for their high-end label, like just their Batten Horse wine or the secateurs, are all bush-trained vines that they prune throughout the winter to maintain that that bush style. So it's a little bit more mm. rustic. Um, they, um, While they are a, a bit of a bigger producer, they actually operate out of a location in South Africa that only has around eight wineries since the oh, 20th, wow. 21st century. So they might have more now, but since the 21st century started, there was only about eight wineries. It's a really, really small location um, just just north of Parle. Um, and it's the, I don't know that it's even a defined region, but um, most of the vineyards sit on the um, Pardeberg Mountain, so oh, part okay. of the Western Cape. And I, when I was doing a little bit of research, there was um, a big historic battle that happened on this mountain. Nice. I don't know history, so I should have maybe told you to do a bit of reading uh, <laughs> on that because that could have been a cool fun fact. I don't have any like history things from Josh. No. Okay. <laughs> and I was getting wood. Right? <laughs> from the history. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's actually a, a pretty cool region in that sense that it's not well known, it's not yeah. um, well populated. There's a few small producers that are, are sort of working in and around this region. Okay. Um, this winery has been around for about three generations since the 1950s, and they they primarily specialize in Chenin Blanc, Grenache, um, and Cinso. Actually, oh, wow. yeah, um, and and they they yeah, so it's those three varieties, and then depending on. Um, the, the vintage will depend on the blends that they use. Nice. Um, so we're drinking their Chenin Blanc today because this is uh, one of my go-to wines in terms of just really easy, approachable. Um, I think it's like the most beautiful representation of a full-bodied wine that isn't oaked. Oh, okay. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's We're not drinking oaked it. wine? Well, no. What? No. We don't drink oaked wine? <laughs> I, when was the last I, oaked wine we drank? Well, I, th- I mean, I think a lot of the wines that we drink just are, like, so well well done when it comes to oak and not overpowered. But um, I miss the body sometimes that, that oak brings to a wine. So that's what I love about this one. This is a solid wine. Cheap. I mean, not cheap. No, affordable like, is what af- I meant affordable, to say. Affordable. A good value. Yeah. But it definitely it has that body. The, um, so they actually age their Chenin Blanc on Lees for seven months. Um, and they do whole cluster fermentation. So that's what gives it that body and that richness. Not the oak. But not the oak. Yeah. So that, and, and it maintains that high, high acidity yeah. that I love in wine. I mean, I think you love I acidity, love acidity in, wine in wine too. I, I was thinking the so, other day, I was talking to Kayla and we were talking about wine and even like the beers and stuff that we drink generally aren't like blah, 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 boring beers. Yeah. Right. And I think it's because of the, like the acidity even though it's very balanced now. I would say most of our portfolio is that way. High acidity, but still not like so, it's not like you're drinking lemon juice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's all, it, you're right. It's so balanced that it does have high acidity, but that's mm-hmm. not the only thing that you're tasting. It's not like you're drinking yeah. like the, a, a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc that's only acid and gooseberry. Right. Yeah. What do they call that? Pee on a... Gooseberry bush? Yeah. yeah okay. cat, pee, cat, cat, pee. cat pee and gooseberry bush is like the typical taste. I don't understand that. <laughs> Who wants to drink that? Who wants to drink that? And how do you even get that? How do you even get that? No. Do you just put a cup under a bunch of gooseberry bushes <laughs> and like let some cats oh, loose? Like what's the deal? Maybe that's maybe that's how it goes. Maybe it was one of Gina's tasting notes. Gina's tasting notes are like memories. That's they what are. they are. They're, they're not. Me- you're right. They're memories. <laughs> damp carpet in a bathroom <laughs> with a little bit of pee. Oh, dippity doo gel. And dippity doo gel. <laughs> are you eating dippity doo gel, Gina? Oh. 
Um, the other thing that I just wanted to share about Chenin Blanc, because uh, what maybe also why this is like a comfort wine for me, I think Chenin Blanc is probably my favorite most favorite grape variety really on the planet um and i was reading an article once where jancis robinson was actually talking about how chenin blanc almost lives like a double life because in the old world specifically in france and loire yeah um chenin blanc is like the prized possession it's royalty really and outside of old world specifically outside of loire it's more like a like a workhorse grape like people plant because it can it's pretty hardy and it can right. survive and it and it's very malleable like it depends on the terroir it depends on the winemaker right. it depends on the vintage yeah um in terms of what it can turn into okay and so it, it's almost like it lives a bit of a double life and i would i would 100 percent agree because this chenin blanc tastes nothing Nothing like a Turin, nothing like oh, yeah. Ouvray. Okay, yeah. not, like those are sort of, yeah. So that's what I, I also think so, is really interesting. So about. if that's the case, though, how would why would you say that you like Chenin Blanc if it's not typical? Like you don't, if it's so based on the terroir, right? It's not really a varietal because it just speaks to the place that it was from. So what kind of Chenin Blanc do you like? Well, I'll always go Loire. Oh, okay. Always. So, <clears throat> except for this one. Yeah. I don't but this know. one doesn't taste is, anything like that. May, maybe there is actually like that flavor profile mm. into just different weights and densities and components, okay. right? Yeah. Like uh, Loire, it's going to be more minerality, more citrus fruits, more. Right. Um, whereas you're still going to get those citrus fruits, but it's also going to be stone fruits in something from a bit of a warmer climate like South Africa. But... This region in particular, because it's so small and it's so high altitude, um, and it's actually right near the Atlantic Ocean, it's actually much cooler than other parts of South Africa, which allows it to be, uh, you know, have maintain that high acidity. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what I like about it. Yeah, it def definitely has really good acidity, but not a whole lot of minerality, but those stone fruits are there. Mm -hmm. But I'd be curious to see what the soil type is like. It's granite soil. It's granite soil? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that feels like that makes a lot of sense to me then. Yep. Minerality doesn't really shine through with granite generally, does it? Uh, well, no, not necessarily. Right? I think limestone tends to be like more mm -hmm. present that, that minerality, but yeah. I think it also depends on the variety and the, and the altitude, the drainage, like are there other components to that? So I'll think about when we talked about, um, some of the, um, enologists that work with Louis Antoine Louis that mm -hmm. work, um, even in the Okanagan, like, um, Pedro Pera, right? Yeah. They, they don't just look at, oh, like what's the soil here to here, they think about how deep is it going to go? How does mm -hmm. it change? What does that mean in terms of impact to the mm -hmm. grapes? Um, but yeah, I I like this wine. Yes, yeah, it's a great wine. We were going to talk about. Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I do because I, I I think. Are this you curious is where now? I, I'm very curious because I think you and I feel differently about it. So we were we we're talking about you know this is a comfort wine and talking about comfort wines, comfort foods, and Bryce is like, well, that's not a thing. Like eating. Uh, food, comfort food doesn't actually make you happy or change your mood. Does not actually change your mood. Yes. <laughs> so, so tell me more. So, so there were a few studies done within the last ten years in space specifically, because it was actually focused around how to make sure astronauts don't get depressed. Okay. Right. And so they did uh, tests with astronauts like comfort foods, like mac and cheese, or yeah. whatever they 
whatever their go-to was, and they found that it didn't actually raise any sort of like hormone levels or anything like that to increase your mood. Okay. To like make you happy. Okay. Right? Um, so that theory is that it doesn't do what you think it does. So whenever you reach for your Snickers bar because you're sad, you're not actually... It's not but really couldn't, comforting. Couldn't you look at it a different way? And maybe yes. this, like, if you, ha- if you have, if you know any more about this study, I'd be really curious because I think fundamentally human beings have a need to have a connection and belonging to something. So if you, if it's the astronaut study and they're isolated up in space, mm-hmm. to me it would be less about their eating craft dinner. And more about their mom used to cook them craft dinner every Saturday. And so when I eat craft dinner, I think of my mom and therefore I feel the connection and therefore I'm happy. Right. But wouldn't that like then there's large potential for those comfort foods then to make you sad. Sad. <laughs> Based <laughs> on that theory. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Right. I, I don't know. You're I like right. it, I do think that like physiologically, I don't think it does anything. I agree with it. They did the studies. They Physiologically, showed it, yes. Right? But what about emotionally? Well, emotionally, that's where the physio- like So... Um, your hormones physio- impact your mood. Well, physiologically, fear and excitement are exhibit the exact same reaction in the body. Mm-hmm. So how would you ever know then if you're fearful or excited? Because of the situation. But so... Name like a, a like so a like, bear is running. You, okay. A bear is running towards me. Maybe you're excited Fiz- by that. Fiz- <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm gonna be scared. I don't know. There's but like going on stage, for example. Okay. Right. Um, that can be a scary moment for a lot of people, but it can also be an exciting moment. Ooh. Depending on how you frame it. That's deep. Because then it then it becomes about mental strength. Exactly. I'm not scared. I'm excited. Exactly. And what would that do to your performance on stage? Mm-hmm. Right. There are lots of, there's lots of science behind that. Like there's even a, Red Bull has a guy on staff yeah. who teaches performance. And most of his performance training is getting people from like the 90th percentile to the 99th percentile. Yeah. And it all has to do with controlling your emotions. It's got nothing to do with actually being good at whatever they're doing right like basketball players he doesn't make them play more basketball yeah he'll do things like take them into the woods and have a trained bear go after them yeah and ask them questions while they're doing it and they won't understand what's going on but it's how to create that kind of emotional control right um have you ever did i ever tell you about this i watched a ted talk once and i'm blanking on her name right now Uh, i wish i could remember it but it's basically about um that, like to your point, physiologically, um, yeah. women sit like tight, right? Women yeah. tend to sit with their legs crossed, with their arms crossed, smaller, hunched over. Right. Whereas if you think of men, they'll sit bigger, right? You sit right. with your legs apart, you sit a little bit more open, chest out, whatever mm-hmm. that is. And it actually hasn't, they, they, she did studies when it comes to job interviews. Yes. I've, yeah. And I think it's Angela Duckworth, maybe? N- uh, I think she did some, she but did that's some. not who the. the Pam, Sarah, I can't Okay, remember. yeah, yeah. I'll go back Anyways. and I'll, I'll take a look. Um, and uh, it was all about, like, for women in particular, before going into an important presentation, before going into an the interview. power pose. Yeah, <laughs> the power pose. So, like, standing in front of a mirror like Superman. Yeah. And, how it, and if you do that for 10 seconds, it mm-hmm. actually has a chemical reaction yeah. in your brain yeah. that changes your hormones and, therefore, your mood and, therefore, your performance. Right, exactly. So Crazy. I, I agree that it can happen. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, going back to like 
how like food and stuff can impact your mood, I think most of the time it's situational. Yeah. Like like right now you're like, hey, let's drink this wine because it makes me feel better. But really wine to me is about sharing it with someone. It's really hard to get excited about wine when you're just sitting by yourself. I completely agree. And if you think of some of like the best wine experiences that you've you've ever had, yeah. a lot of like a lot of times it actually has nothing to do with the wine and it has to do with the people. And you go back and you drink that wine and you're like, hmm, this doesn't taste like I remember it. One hundred percent. The only I've told this story before, but the only wine that I've ever had a like an individual experience with, um, I was tasting it in a back room when I worked retail. Right. And the Tedeschi Amaroni. And I went back, and uh, so we did a, uh, with Kenny, actually. Yeah. Kenny had a couple of vintages of it. We had a couple of vintages of it. So we did a vertical of Tedeschi Amaroni. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, this wine isn't as good as I remember it. <laughs> so what was it about that, like, me being by myself in the back of a retail store tasting this Amaroni that was better than doing a vertical of it with some of our closest friends? Well, maybe that wine is meant to be drank Alone. by itself. What about a Jano? Oh, it's- an all-arounder it doesn't matter it's like drink it when you're sad exactly. happy, happy alone sad. together <laughs> exactly you're always going to find something to talk about with that wine Bryce what's your go-to thing to do when you're like nah, I'm just not in it today uh, bed no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I don't know I like to read a lot when I'm kind of depressed so mm. I think that kind of try I try and bring myself out of it that way uh, what do you read about like ideas History? No, not history. No, I try and read something pretty light, generally. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? No, not that light. <laughs> no, that's not light, though. I did just watch Twilight recently. Oh, and? It's pretty terrible. It's a really, really <laughs> terrible movie, but you can't turn it All off. All of them are terrible. You can't fact. turn it off. I just can't turn it off. This wine would go great with Twilight. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm I think it's a good wine, but it's not. I don't have to Twilight think about it. And I'm drinking Secateur Chenin Blanc. Exactly. <laughs> they're all they're all terrible movies. Oh. But I didn't not watch them. I watched them all. Good. Anyways, so things that I would do uh, when I'm depressed. Just Talk to a not, therapist. Just when you're not into it. <laughs> like when you're not feeling, you're like, ah, oh, today's oh, not the shit. day. Today's how, do, not the day. how do you get yourself amped up then? Yeah, Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Or do you? Do you just ignore it and wait for the next day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I no, I generally try and get myself amped up, which I usually like. Then I would try and if I'm if I have something to do, I'll try and like do some sort of like exercise where I'll go out and I'll do something like that. I'll go for a walk at least, right? Listen to a, some music, and then uh, if I'm just by myself, I'll just read. Honestly, love it. Yeah. What about I, you? I don't do enough reading. What do, I, what do I do to get myself amped up? <laughs> yeah, what do you do to get yourself amped up, Leah? I think, I think the question is, what do I do to relax? <laughs> that's part of my problem. Maybe, that, I'm, maybe I'm that's amped why you're not lot. relaxed. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that in. I sit here and I talk to you and I have, a good, I have a good laugh. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah I like don't to Don't put laugh. so much pressure on me, though. No. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I don't have a nervous breakdown over here. <laughs> No, you're not. Mm-mm. This wine's great, though. It's not bad, hey? It's not bad. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. I, the Twilight thing was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't necessarily true. I would drink this it with wa- Twilight. But. It wasn't um, representative of our true thoughts of this wine. Not of this wine. 
But no, like, they'd but be really good with like popcorn and and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, see, I would never, I would never drink yeah, this with like popcorn. Yeah, you don't like anything with popcorn. But that's not true. It's just like everything with chips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference. I tried a new brand of uh, spicy dill pickle chips. Which one? Uh, the well, Dutch kettle. Cups. No, those aren't any good. Okay, do what chips do you like? Because no, time I do I like the spicy dill pickle <laughs> ones, but I like the the ones that you get from uh, Costco. Oh, oh yeah, um, Miss Vicky's. No, not Miss Vicky's. The other ones. They have another brand in a, a different spicy bag. Dill of spicy dill pickle, and they're no like idea. a little hotter. No idea. Which is what I want, but them to less be. tangy. Yeah, yeah I know they're a little to... less tangy. I like the tang. But it's like get dill pickle then. <laughs> Just get to, like. No, what but you... I like a little bit of spice too. <laughs> what? Let's turn this into like a chip review podcast. It's a chip moving, review moving podcast. Moving forward. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. We can. I love chips. Chips make me happy. What do I See, do to get chips. myself amped up? Chips. I eat chips and I watch um, Love is Blind After the Altar. Oh, there you go. Have you watched any of that yet? I didn't like the show. No. No, I wasn't a big fan. I tried watching the first two episodes, and I was like, I just... I, I love it. I can't get into it. I'm going to... That's what I'm going to do when I go home after the tasting tonight. It's my most hated reality TV show style. Why? It's just like this weird love thing where they're forcing people who don't really want to be in love, and in isn't a weird kinda, way... Isn't it kind of teaching the lesson that looks aren't everything? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Have you watched that show? Yeah. yeah. I don't think reality teaches us. Reality television teaches us It's like us that anything, other one. It's like Sexy but, Beast. Oh, I haven't watched that one yeah, yet. That, it's like, let's get the hottest people and then just put masks on yeah. them. <laughs> and they're still douchebags. I'm not saying everybody's oh, a douchebag, but. Man. Have I, you watched the one? Um, uh, what was Leslie talking about? It was. Too hot to handle? No, 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 no. That one's also horrible. I love that one too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I like bad reality, but that one is just something I, about I it. I love that one. It's like douchebags getting. No, it's something about um, like really, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a bunch of hot guys in with a bunch of nice guys. And you have to, the girls have to pick out, so you vote people off. And then only after they're voted off do you find out if they're just on there for their looks or if they're actually on there because they're a nice guy. Can't remember that what seems it's so difficult to cast for. How do you know if a hot guy is not a nice guy? Maybe. I don't know. That's why, that's a good question. Now I have to watch that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm there gonna, are I'm other bump, TV shows I'm going to bump <laughs> Love is Blind and <laughs> put on the, no, the nameless, nameless reality TV show. That's fair. That's fair. Um, should we thank our um, other sponsor? I was just going to say. Go for it. Let's thank our other sponsor, not the title sponsor. Funtime Heat Sauce. We love you, Funtime Heat Sauce, and thank you for sending us samples of all of your heat sauces. Um, Josh was very generous with the the heat sauce that you sent, and Bryce actually didn't get any. Yeah, he like kept it here and then gave it to people. Everybody but Bryce. I didn't get any, which is surprising. So maybe, Kenny, if you're listening, dear Kenny and Ash, if you are listening, please send us some more heat oh, sauce. I don't know why I had to close this. Because we can't even actually show you guys for those of you that watch who watches does anybody watch no nobody seems to watch okay they're just up there okay just in case they're in the verse okay well if anybody does soon does they will watch they will don't worry <laughs> we don't even have a bottle of heat sauce to hold up so here the fun time heat sauce we're holding up the grinch it's a green, can't wait i can't wait to try them sauce. i still haven't even tried them <laughs> i have some in my fridge i'll bring you some to try okay 
Yeah, and then you can try some. But um, please do send us some more. And thank you uh, for being avid listeners and great partners of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the sponsor of our final segment. Yes. Which the, is? How many days of the week would you drink this wine? Yes. I don't have a, I don't have a sound for that one either. Okay, that's, that's on your list for this week. Come on, man. I drank three bottles of Vigeno. Oh. <laughs> so we have to go drink some Vigeno now. <laughs> uh, so how many days would you drink this wine out of seven days? So today, because I'm feeling like I'm feeling, seven days. But in reality, this is like a four-day-a-week wine. Four-day-a-week wine? Yeah. yeah, I think I would drink this three to four days a week. Really? Especially for the price point. I mean, yeah, that I really guess hits me. That's part of the thing, hey? Part of this one. Um, I, I did neglect to mention that this wine is um, has no additives. They do use a little bit of sulfur at the end of the, the process, but it, yep. it's primarily um, organic. Um, they don't do any sort of irrigation um, in the region that they're in, so it's Whoa. like pretty low intervention, which for a, a bigger name that than we yeah. normally work with. I guess they have They still are um, really aligned to, to the stuff that we do. They're represented by our friends at Trialto, at least in the province of Saskatchewan. Sure are. Um, so shout out to Trialto and Mel and Cam, mm-hmm, two of mm-hmm. my fave people, and my friend Lesia, who works in Vancouver. There you go. She's, she's the lead for marketing and does all the portfolio management. She's amazing. Um, and chooses some of these wines. So um, shout out to them for bringing something into this province that is exciting to have and easy to access. Yes. I would say a lot of South African wines here are mediocre at best. Oh, I would say shit. Like, I would go so far to say shit. You would say shit? Yeah, I would. Especially because I went to South Africa. Like, I I traveled South Africa. I taste from so many different producers. And the wines there are absolutely exceptional. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, absolutely. I and think you what, would say that anywhere, though. What we get? No, 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 no. You no. don't think there's a, you no, don't think we, you'd go to a region uh, and taste <laughs> through that region and be like, it was mostly shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but <laughs> I mean, I, I know I don't think I, 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 I'm just saying. You're, you're probably If we right, went to California right now, I even probably okay. think hot garbage <laughs> tasted good down there. No, no, no. That is a good example of one that I would say no to. And actually a good example of a region. Most of the wineries that you... This is maybe... You're treading on thin ice. I, I know. Uh, any of the, the wine experiences I have had yeah. in California or the U.S. Yeah. Have... Wines have been very hit or miss. Mm. I would actually say the same for Ontario, but I I was only touring around Ontario like 15, 20 years ago. Mm. So it was... You were old enough to drink wine then? Yeah, thank you very much. I had I had a customer I worked on the this weekend. This is a compliment, and, by the way. And I had a customer, uh, I was talking about my daughter, and I'm like, yeah, she's turning 10 in the fall. And they're like, you don't look old enough to have a 10-year-old daughter. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, I do still get ID'd everywhere that I go. But yes, about and 15. And you're going to hate it when that goes when that away. <laughs> It'll never stop. I haven't I haven't changed. Oh, wow. How I look in 25 years. You haven't changed or your face Your face hasn't, hasn't changed. changed. You haven't <laughs> done anything to your face? No, and I have not done anything to my face. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about that. Um, but what were we talking about? I don't remember. I was going to ask one thing. Yeah. Why is there a three-headed bird looking like it's taking a shit on the bottle? That's hilarious. I have no idea. Maybe it's not a shit. Maybe they're laying an egg. A three-headed That's bird. That's a weird-looking egg. Hmm. Let's find out. Let's find out. Okay. 
This is a great wine. Let's yeah, go back I'm into to that. it. I'm into it. You were saying something about all the wines are shit from South Africa here. Oh, and that's you tasted what through them. And, and I you, derailed you. And you derailed me and you said, you go anywhere and it's all the true. wines are going to taste They would all me. be good. But that's not true. I've had experiences where that hasn't been the case from the region that I've been visiting. And maybe it's, you know, that it wasn't curated for me. Right. Let's go to Germany. You're going to hate all of them there. No, I'm not. <laughs> but maybe more than I think I am. <laughs> Um, but we don't get a lot of what South Africa has to bring to the wine world here in uh, Saskatchewan. I would even say in Canada. I think there is so much that that wine region has to offer in terms of the passion that they have for wine and the passion that they have for their people that we are truly missing out. Um, so I'm excited anytime we get something good like this in uh, that's from, from a region that deserves a little bit of cred. And South Africa deserves some cred. I would say. It's great wine. Cool. Okay. I think How that's many everything. minutes? Where, where did we get to, Bryce? 36 <laughs> and a half. We made it. We didn't go too far. How do you feel about this one today? No, I feel good. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. I think it would have been really good if we drank a Jano. I think so, too. <laughs> so let's, we have time Next now. week. We have time to do two podcasts today. We do. Because we were so efficient. So let's go open a bottle of a Jano. Think of another topic. And, uh. Okay. Be back soon. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Kind of a big deal. That was the Miro Wine Podcast with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. Want to learn more about natural wine? And a little bit of Find meat. us on the internet at MiroWine.ca or on any social media platform. Thanks for listening. This is a brand new bottle as well. This is a fresh bottle. <laughs> fresh bottle. <laughs>